This is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Many of our clients are hiring additional team members, expanding their staff, replacing rocks with rock stars. And a question we ask them is, how do you measure results and success? especially with regard to your team and projects. How do you know if you've got a great team? What does that look like? How do you know if a project was done well and was successful? What does that mean? If you can't measure and explain clearly, how can people perform up to your expectations? It's about being very clear. You've heard me talk a lot about POM, Purpose Outcome Method, and that's great at the beginning of a project, a task, an initiative, even sending an email before a meeting. But what about when you are talking in general about somebody's performance? It's really hard to POM Mary's performance. What's the purpose? What's the outcome? What are the methods? How does Mary know how to perform up to your expectations? So you have to get really clear about what a successful team and team member is, what a successful project or initiative is, and how you know. It might be helpful for you to brainstorm what success means in terms of a project before the team undertakes it. I know that's a lot like purpose outcome method, but thinking of it in terms of success might be more helpful. So for example, one of the ways you can measure a successful project might be that it's been completed on time. What does that mean? Is it the date that it's due as well as the expectation that it will be on time? Is it really expected that it gets in the day before, but your due date is the last possible? Has all that been communicated? Is a successful project one that's completed on time and completed well? If so, then those two criteria, on time and well, need to be detailed out. What does well mean? No mistakes? Formatting's perfect? It's gone through the legal department? What does it mean? Is another example of a successful project, customer satisfaction? If so, how do you measure that? Do you do a survey? What if you do a survey, customer doesn't complain? Is it still a successful project? One way you could measure a successful project is if the client is a repeat client and keeps coming back for more and more projects. 
for you and your team to handle for them. There is a company that one of our clients works with and the company's customer retention rate is 83%, which I think is phenomenal. 83% customer retention rate. They measure that. That's one of the ways they know they have a successful service. The only problem with that is that you don't know that until after the fact. You can do your best. You can offer the best service. Hopefully you have processes and procedures in place. You have tried and true methods in how you deliver your product or service. But you're not going to find out if you're retaining a customer until afterwards. So this company that I'm talking about, they have a three-month minimum retainer. So their customer retention, their, their lovely, lovely customer retention percentage is for customers who stay beyond that three-month minimum. Well, they aren't going to know that until after the three months are done. So in this case, this company does regular check-ins. How do you feel things are going? Is there anything you'd like to tweak? Do you have any questions? If a measure, which is a funny way to say it, of a successful project is something like, everything went off without a hitch, what does that really mean? Maybe it's easier to look at it at the opposite. Well, what are the hitches that can get in the way? Are they delays? What causes the delay? Are they mistakes? Lack of research? What causes those? Is a potential hitch, we ended up somewhere we didn't plan on and we got off track? How do you prevent that in the future? How do you measure it so that that doesn't happen again? Talking about your team members, what does it mean to be a great member of your team? We talk about rock stars, not rocks. And we talk about how every organization or department should come up with their list of rock star qualities. When we lead people through this as an exercise, one of the things we ask them to do is to describe what does it look like if someone has this rock star quality? And we also ask them, what does it look like if they do not have this rock star quality? Because sometimes it's easier to identify what isn't working or what we don't have rather than we have it and here's what it is. With another one of our clients, we are helping them clarify their rock star qualities and how to identify them, not just in their current staff, but in new hires. So we're helping them come up with questions or scenarios that get to the heart of that rock star quality. So for example, one of the rock star qualities for this client is to be consultative. What that means to them is they drive the conversation with clients. They show up as the expert because, of course, that's why they're being hired by the clients. 
They take charge. They set up the meetings. They present solutions if there are problems or negative issues that come up. They pretty much take the reins and take charge. That is an example. It's very easy to see when it's not in place. So for people who don't have that rock star quality, they are great worker bees, but they don't take the initiative. They don't stand up tall and proud, so to speak. Maybe it's a lack of confidence. Maybe it's, it's the lack of being empowered in previous jobs or positions. So how do you determine if someone has that consultative rock star quality? We ask questions like, tell me about a project that you were the lead on and interfaced with the client that was successful. We also ask them about some of the failures that have happened and what they did about it. What we're trying to get at there is, first of all, how they handle failure and what they did about it. Did they go slink off in a corner or did they somehow come back with a solution? Maybe they saved the day, maybe they didn't, but it's what did they do about it? This is important, not just so that you have rock stars on your team and successful projects, because of course, yes, that's important. But it's also because in this day and age, in order to retain your talent, they have to want to be there. It has to be at least somewhat easy to do their jobs. Maybe not the job itself, but if they have to struggle with, I don't know what my manager wants. I don't know what she expects. I don't know what he needs. Seems like he just wants me to read his mind. It seems like nothing I do ever makes her happy. They're not going to stay for long. There are too many opportunities out there for something better for them. So yes, you want great people on your team and you want successful projects and initiatives, products and services. And the only way that you're going to get there is to be very clear about what you want, what it means to be successful, and ways to determine if indeed there is success. There has to be something you can measure. That also means if you have something to measure, you can check in on it so that you don't have to wait three months, six months, a year to figure out if that project was successful. Our mission here at the Shula Group is to help leaders and teams work better together tomorrow than they do today. If this is something we can help you with, please don't hesitate to reach out at www.theshulergroupllc.com. Until next time, may you thrive. Mm -hmm.